Welcome to In My Shoes by ASICS. We've always known the positive impact movement has on the mind. It's why we're called ASICS. ASICS is an acronym from the Latin phrase anima sana incorpore sana, or a sound mind in a sound body. And it's why we're sharing these inspirational stories of people who have discovered the benefits of sport and movement on their mental well-being. Each audio story is designed to be listened to on the move, so you can quite literally experience what it's like to put yourself in someone else's shoes. In this episode, food and fitness influencer Flora Beverly talks about her quest for perfection and how movement helped her realise that sometimes good enough is good enough. Step into Flora's shoes and hear her story. As a food and fitness blogger, you might think I've always had a healthy relationship with food and exercise, but that wasn't always the case. My Instagram actually started as a way of holding me accountable to eat three full meals a day while recovering from an eating disorder. I started training for the wrong reasons, but stayed for the right ones. Ever since I can remember, I've always been a perfectionist. I like to have a lot on, so spent most of my childhood and teens packing as much as possible into my day, and then trying to do it all perfectly. I don't think there's anything wrong with trying to be the best version of yourself, but aiming for perfection in everything you do is a great way to set yourself up for failure, and I found that out the hard way. My constant focus on perfection meant that when I was at school I developed an eating disorder. Sadly, it is something that isn't uncommon among school kids, but it still took everyone by surprise, including me. When I look back, I often assume it was caused by a combination of trying to achieve too much and having a stressful personal life. But in reality, these things can hit you when you least expect them. There doesn't have to be a particular cause. It was no one's fault, per se. It just happened. Either way, it floored me emotionally and took its toll on everything. Friends, family, school, sports. In the end, I just burned out. I'd reached a point where I was miserable. At the time, I was exercising for all the wrong reasons. I wanted to be skinny, I wanted to be popular. Health and fitness were way down on the list of what I wanted from exercise. I eventually reached a point where I had to reconsider how I used movement and what I wanted from it. When I was at school, I never really saw myself as sporty. I was often the last pick for teams. It wasn't until I was 16 and tried squash that I realised that it wasn't that I was bad at all sports, it was simply that the sports that I'd tried up to that point weren't for me. I fell head over heels in love with squash, training day in, day out. By 17, I was training for the National Schools Championships, something I never would have considered a year before. I'm competitive, for sure, but at the time it wasn't so much winning that I was into. It was more about how my new approach to sport and movement made me feel. Strong, powerful, capable. It was the first time in my life where I'd been able to create these feelings on my own terms. Squash was a gateway sport for me. It allowed me to reassess the role of movement, the role it played in my life and in my physical and mental health. It became more than just about the physical. I noticed and valued how it helped me mentally and made me happy. It was only after I'd left school that I properly tried running. It was far more accessible than squash, and while I definitely didn't immediately click with it, the year I left school was the start of an ongoing love affair with running. After a while, I figured out how happy running made me feel and how it flipped my mood no matter how I felt. It helped me to start exercising for the right reasons and in the right way. At school, I learned that perfection is pretty much impossible. Since then, movement has helped me to realise that sometimes good enough is good enough. To be honest, for the first couple of years of running, it was hard. 
I've always found running hard, and most of the time I still do. I always kind of assumed that you had to be a particular type of person to be a runner too. Tall, leggy, very thin, and I didn't associate myself with any of these. I assumed everyone was looking at me, wondering why my face was a shade of beetroot or why I was running at all. But there's something to be said for the human body. I felt that while we all get frustrated with our bodies from time to time, they're actually pretty awesome. And the fact that it can carry us over rough terrain, in any weather, over extreme distances, is pretty cool. It took me a while, but what I soon realised is that if you run, you're a runner, and that's that. After this realisation, it allowed me to start to step outside my comfort zone. We spend a lot of our lives stuck in our comfort zones, and with that comes the reluctance to ever get uncomfortable or test yourself. After a couple of years of running, I was ready to push myself and see what I was capable of. Taking part in, and accidentally winning, a 23-kilometre fell race in 2018 was the catalyst for me. After that, I really felt like I'd taken the next step in my exercise journey. From my first ever marathon last year, to two boxing fights and various trail races, I love how exercise pushes my boundaries. Now, even though I'm still relatively new to running, I'm always on the lookout for a race that seems impossible. If I think I can't do it, I'll probably sign up. From all of these experiences, fitness has been amazing for my mental health. It's taught me that I can do so much more than I ever thought I could, and that, in turn, gives me great confidence. So yeah, when I run now, I feel proud that I've pushed myself, and that makes me happy. I think as a species, we're made to move. Our bodies and minds need it. We just need to figure out what works for us. My motivation to move comes from remembering how I feel after a long run. I don't always want to go out. I love the sofa as much as the next person. But remembering the buzz and rush of endorphins after completing a run always gets me out the door. Generally, if something feels tough, I know I need to do it. Sport has taught me that some of the things most worth having take the most work to get. And that once you get started, the work itself can be more fun than you ever imagined. There's nothing like the feeling of coming home from a run exhausted, sometimes soaking wet and covered in mud, but with a big grin on my face. It's that sense of achievement, happiness and relief all wrapped up in one that I'm not sure I get from anything else. When work gets busy, the nights close in and the mornings are so cold you just want to stay in bed. I try to remember that incredible feeling after a run. It's the best motivation in the world. And if that doesn't work, I always find meeting up with friends or setting goals are great ways to get out when you don't fancy it. It took a lot of work to get to where I am today, from a quest for perfection to an eating disorder and being racked with self-doubt. Trust me, it wasn't easy, but I'm pleased to have gone through what I did to get to where I am today. I have exercise and movement to thank for that. If you can stick to a training plan for several months, day in, day out, you can definitely ask for that promotion at work, push your new business idea, or start something new in your life. We're all looking for a little bit more from life. Hopefully, listening to my story has given you the courage to get out there and find that little bit extra that makes you happy, confident, and ready to take on the world. Thank you, Flora, for sharing your story. We hope you enjoyed this episode of In My Shoes. If you want to hear more stories, then continue to the next episode, or visit the In My Shoes page on our website, which we've linked to in the show's description. This has been In My Shoes by Essex. Thank you for listening. <laughs>